to start off this podcast on a uh, on a note that is not going to be pleasant to the ears oh by the way you're listening to Blake's takes for god's sakes a podcast that comes out every single wednesday now last night i did something in the charlotte north carolina airport that i am not proud of as a matter of fact i am this morning recording this October 25th, 2022, the year of our Lord. This is Big Booty speaking, Blake Wexler. Now, this is something that I've recorded so far 18 times, and I've and I've deleted it every single time because I'm trying to find the right words to truly convey how fucking ashamed of myself that I am. And it's not easy to find those words. I'm someone who speaks for... uh, Some would even say a living. Some would say I'm speaking myself to death. And that's probably what the consequence of these words that I say to you today will, will be. Now, are there mitigating circumstances? Of course there are. There's always an excuse, a wexcuse, a reason to uh, explain away your behavior. Now, last night at approximately 8.45 Eastern Standard Time, I did something that was anything but standard. And it was not time for me to do something like this. And I... I was hungry. I was flying back from visiting my parents in a city called Charleston, South Carolina, which is south of Charlotte. Now, I was flying back to where I live in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and I had a layover in the hub of Charlotte, Douglas, something or other airport. Now... My layover was only supposed to be a short period of time. My flight was supposed to get in at 7.45. My next flight was supposed to be an hour later. However, that flight, due to weather conditions in Dallas-Fort Worth, was delayed. It was delayed two hours, two Eastern Standard hours. And I was upset. I was, I was, I was, I was, my, my nerves have been frayed. I was afraid. I was terrified, but I don't know if I was terrified, but here's, here's the deal. I arrive in the airport in my new flight. Now, this is also, I, I think, maybe worth uh, mentioning. It's probably not interesting, but I had switched to an earlier flight. I had switched to a flight that would get me in at 10.38 p.m. into Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, instead of my original flight that would have gotten me in at 12.34 in the morning, this morning. 
the morning of October 25th, 2022, year of our Lord. But I had switched to an earlier flight, free of charge, to get in a little bit earlier. But thanks to these delays, everyone, I got into Philadelphia eventually 10 minutes after the original flight that I had booked. Now, that is neither here or over there, but it was there. And at the moment I'm recording this, I'm I'm in a I'm in a state of remorse, a state of pure, unadulterated remorse. I was weak. I at that point had been drinking for five consecutive days, and I did not went in these situations when you have a delayed flight. When you have a long travel day, I will drink while flying because it truly does act as a time machine. It gets you there a lot quicker. Um, it's a much more pleasant experience, to be completely honest. But I had been uh, in a stretch of hanging out with family, celebrating various Philadelphia sporting events, which we'll get to later. But I did not want to drink for a six consecutive day. So I was like, you know what? You may not drink tonight. Sorry, but your behavior precludes you from the liquid of the demon. But I was hungry. And at that time of night, at the Charlotte Douglas Airport, there were only so many eateries open. There was a thing called Fat Daddy's Burger Fuck Barn. And I didn't go in that. That was a restaurant. The line was long. There was another restaurant where the line was very long. So I opted for fast food. And little did I know that that fast food would be the fast track to compromising everything that I stand for. The only other establishment open in the Charlotte Douglas Airport where I could get food was Chicken Filet. That's right. Last night at approximately 8.45 Eastern Standard Time, I ate chicken filet. A homophobic institution. A overwhelmingly conservative religious institution. Condemned gay marriage years ago. And I gave them my money. I'm ashamed of it. I I wanted to keep this a secret. I did. I thought about keeping this a secret. I thought about it hiding this from my podcast listeners. I am no bit proud of it. But back to the bit. I did do it. And boy, did I fucking ever. Now, I, in my life, have had chicken filet maybe twice. And it's been years. It's been years. I have not had chicken filet since we found out that ch- that, that chicken filet was homophobic. But in that moment, I saw the red letters and those witty puns that those cows do on the billboards. And I said, my God, you've got me bent over a goddamn barrel here. Side note, is bent over a barrel mean... Is that like a euphemism for getting effed in the A? Does anybody know? Is that true? Like, oh, I'm bent over a barrel. They're going to, like, F me in the A. Back to the... Back to my announcement. 
So I'm standing in a line, a quick moving line for chicken filet. It was the shortest line I've ever seen for a chicken filet because often their lines are as long as their transgressions. But I am so unfamiliar with the menu at chicken filet. I had to pull it up on my phone and I'm staring at the chicken filet menu. I'm trying to think what to get. Do I just get a mere sustenance? Or do I just say, fuck it, I'm going to hate myself for the rest of the week. And I opted for the second. They call me up. They said, hey, get up here. And I acquiesced. They said, what do you want, weirdo? And I said, I will have the deluxe. Chicken sandwich, please. And they said, what else? And I said, and I will have a medium waffle fry because they do not come in small. And they said, what else? And I said, give me the grilled nuggets. And then I just took my head and I slammed it so hard on the credit card machine it broke. And... To the point where I had to pay cash, which is, I think, what they wanted all along. <laughs> so I slammed my head on that credit card machine, and that, that bitch shattered. I heard executives from MasterCard and Visa shriek at the top of their lungs. Miles away. And they gave me my number. It was number 39, I believe. I think that's true. And... I start to walk away, and they said, hey, and I said, yes, and they go, what kind of sauces do you want? And I looked up the sauces on my phone because I was unfamiliar with the sauces, and I got, I said, give me ranch and Chick-fil-A sauce, which sounds like a joke, but they had it, and oh, God, did they give me, they didn't give me one of each, they gave me two of each, and that Chick-fil-A sauce, it was good. So they give me my bag of shit, and I have to find a place to eat it. Now, I'm looking for a dark corner where I can hide and just shovel it into my mouth, being the piece of shit that I am, compromising my morals for a fucking midnight snack. (laughs) For a midnight snack. So I get over... There's no corner. There's no corner dark enough to hide my sins, so I'm like, I will step into the fucking light. And in Charlotte Airport, Douglas International Airport, it's a hub, I see a line of perhaps 60 white rocking chairs, and I plop my disgusting ass into one of these chairs, and I stand up, and I had shat all over. I sit in that chair. I open my bag, and I don't have enough fucking napkins, but at this point, there's no amount of napkins in the world that can clean me off. So I start rooting around in the bag. What's up top? Waffle fries. Is there salt on them? There's so much salt, I can barely fucking see today. I take one of those and I look at my water and there's only one eighth of a smart water left. And smart, by the way, is the name of the water. It's not what I am because at this moment in time, I was a fucking idiot. 
I eat a waffle fry. I'm parched. I am freaking parched. What do I have next? What they're all piled on top of each other, like like sardines. I'm I'm so upset at myself. I can't even text my wife because my hands are just covered in in freaking Chick Fil A sauce, salt, and sadness. To be completely honest, so I I put the fries. I take the fries out. I, I'm like I gotta eat the chicken sandwich first. So I bring that sucker out. And I fucking load it with Chick-fil-A sauce. And I'm crying. I am crying. I take a bite of it. It's good. It's not great. It's not worth the feeling that I have today. It's not worth how I'm letting all of you down. I finish that fucker. My hands are covered in a... I don't even know what Chick-fil-A sauce is. But it is it's remor it's just it's shameful it's remorseful and i'm full at this moment and i still got a bag two thirds filled with morsels <laughs> so i cast aside the sandwich fucking container and i say who's next i look into that bag i'm i i have tears making the fries even saltier and soggier and i said who's next a pilot sits next to me. I I can't even salute him like I normally do. <laughs> Whenever I see a pilot, I do salute them. I've I I have my sauce filled hand and I'm trying I'm I'm literally my hand shaking and I'm I'm trying to bring it up to my head like it's like it's carrying eighty pounds of weight and it approaches my skull. And then the pilot locks eyes with me and he says, at ease, soldier. And I looked at that pilot and I said, I've never been less at ease in my entire fucked up life. Have a safe flight. And he says, you too. And he gets up. And he said, I'm sorry, did you stand? And I said, and he goes, oh, well, my answer would have been the same regardless. <laughs> it. I just can't imagine what it's like for you listening to this confession. I eat half the waffle fries. I find my my grilled nuggets. Did you even know such a thing existed? I didn't. And they're sitting in this freaking cylinder, this cardboard cylinder, and they are ripe with marinade i don't know what the marinade is i couldn't <clears throat> freaking care less i eat the nuggets but here's the worst part i made a little border in the nugget container a little circular border of my remaining waffle fries so if you're picturing it you have the container okay and the walls are just the walls are replaced by with waffle fries instead so in the middle of the waffle fries are the grilled nuggets. I'm using a fork. All right. I still had that much, that many whips, whips, wits, wits about me. I use the fork. The nuggets, they're good, not great. Everything was good, not great. 
I dip them in ranch. The ranch wasn't even that good. Chick-fil-A sauce was really, really good. I'm done. I'm done my meal. I'm sitting in this rocking chair. I look around and there are hundreds of people just staring at me. Gagging. Shaking their heads. Yelling. Yelling. Blake Wexler, you're a piece of shit. They're yelling that. Of course they know who I am. It's interesting. You picture yourself getting famous for something that's, you know, righteous and true and something that you can be proud of. And yet the reason why I'm famous is, is because I, I'm, a, I'm a fucking, I'm a homophobic, like, just gullet-having, freaking just, ugh, just gorging myself on, on far-right propaganda. I find a trash can and I just I, I I I throw the bag in it and then I try to climb in it because I'm like I'm one of you I'm trash. I deserve to be thrown away. I can't even fit in this freaking bin. So I take my one leg out that I got in there and I'm like I'm sorry, I'm sorry I thought I could fit. People are averting their gazes. There was a child there with croup. That is true. That is. Do you remember croup? It was like woof, woofing. There it is. It was roofing cough. The cough that you get when you put shingles on top of a house. It was a whooping cough. Uh, croup. Where the kid, when the kid coughs, it, he sounds like a seal. I used to get that all the time when I was a kid. Like, uh, uh, uh. like that's what your cough sounds like. And there was a kid coughing like that. And I didn't even fucking give a shit. I was like, you and me both, brother. I'm just pouring hand sanitizer on. I put it on my hands. I, I just I take off my hat. I'm rubbing it all over my forehead. I'm having an allergic reaction. I'm rubbing it on my ankles. I can't get enough sanitizer on me, and yet no amount of sanitizer can wash away the sins of the Lord. Have mercy on us. I'm starting to speak prayer. That's, that's what chicken filet does to you. And now I'm starting to sweat. That is that is true. I started sweating. It was freezing cold in that airport. The amount of salt had me sweating. It was crazy. I don't like, eat, I don't like eating after 8 p.m. I'm soaked in sweat. I don't feel good. I'm texting my wife. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so fucking sorry. I'm so glad you're not here right now because I am a piece of shit. So that's the announcement that I wanted to give all of you today. And if my listenership plummets because of this, I understand completely. No bit. I am not I'm not proud of myself. And this is not a habit I plan on making. So I apologize. It would mean a lot to me if you stuck with me despite this this unfortunate move that I made, but I completely understand if you don't. I would almost respect you more. I would respect you more. If you just did the podcast equivalent of pulling down my panties and slapping me on the ass with a bare hand. 
and not in a fun way and like a and, I, and I've been bad <clears throat> I will be in Asheville North Carolina on November 12th 2022 I will be at Steel Stacks in Bethlehem Pennsylvania December 17th 2022 and I will be headlining my home comedy club of what is my comedy club helium comedy club January 5th 2023 also this weekend Saturday I will be doing two shows as a part of next in line comedy two little sets at the Victoria Freehouse in old Philly this Saturday 7 30 and 9 30 A nugget just flew out of my mouth. You're listening to Blake's Takes, for God's sakes, everyone. We will be right back. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. And we are back. I just uh, burnt all the clothes that I wore last night. And um, I, uh, to be honest, I lit some incense. And now I'm si- I'm sitting on it like a bird would. Uh warming its eggs in a nest so hello everyone uh welcome welcome to the next segment of blake's sakes for god's sakes now uh so what could i have done differently what is here are some traveling tips some airport tips of uh that i have for you in general because i did have a travel day from hell but i do travel a decent amount so here are just some of my blake's takes on what to uh on how to break up the uh, on how to travel well, to be completely honest. Now, um, one thing, okay, going through security. All right, here's the Blake's take. There's generally, um, if you're if you're not pre-check, which I'm not for some reason, I should be that. Oh, you know what? I was going to be pre-check, and then they just canceled my appointment, and I never did anything about it. So, um, what you can do is when you're going through security general secure general security reporting for duty um you can generally the security line breaks off into at least two there is always a quicker line now the line that i always avoid is if there's children in the line i avoid that if there's a old person in the line i avoid that line because they take forever to do things and also, if there's a line where it looks like people just don't pay attention, and you know what I mean, if they're getting up to if they're getting up to security and they don't already have their ID out and their boarding pass, I will I will avoid that line as well. So basically, avoid the line in which it looks like there's idiots in it. Okay. No, but like as you just described it, it's um. People who uh, don't fly often, have kids, are kids, or are old people. Those are all idiots to you. You got it. Now, after you get through security, okay? Oh, and by the way, as you're going through security, um, I like to take all my shit from my pockets and put it in a front pouch of my bag, a small pouch, okay? Because that way you don't have to leave your watch, your wallet, your headphones, all that shit loose in the security, um, what is it called? Bin, okay? Also, always grab two bins. 
One, you're going to have to put like your uh, whatever loose shit that you have or a bag in it. The other one, you're going to have to put your laptop or electronics. So whenever you grab a bin, you have to grab at least two, okay? And each airport is different. Some airports let you keep your shoes on. Some airports make you keep the laptop alone in a bin. Some uh, airports let you put a bunch of shit in that bin with the laptop. So... So um yeah it, it depends on the uh on the airport. Um now we're through security. Okay? Here's another tip. If you can wear like a like sweats, the, the less shit with metal on it, the better. Does that make sense? And often when I'm going through security, so after I go through security, hold on one sec. Oops, baby had to blow his pecker. I mean, ew, nose, sorry. Um, pecker, I was picture I was picturing my beak and uh then I used the term for tallywhacker. So sorry about that. But so after you go through security, all right. Here's another tip. Always have the app downloaded of the airline that you're traveling on, okay? So you're traveling American, have the American app. Traveling Delta, have the Delta app. These apps are great because now they have maps of the airport. Also, big tip, big tip here, okay? Track your incoming flight, okay? So you can do this by either Googling your flight number. So like, oh, uh, American flight 1488. So it'll have your flight on there, but it'll also have the, f- the plane that you'll be flying on because that way you can know whether or not you're going to be delayed because most delays happen because of the previous flight. So if you see the previous flight is delayed, your flight's going to be delayed. Does that make sense? And another thing that I'll do is flight aware is one of the best websites to use um, for flying because it has your actual estimated flight times on there. That also has your incoming flights if you don't have the app. But most importantly, it has weather. Now, and it's weather where it's like a weather map, you know, like where it has like a green cloud if the rain's light, a yellow like marking cloud if it's more like extreme weather. You know what I'm talking about? So if you're a nervous flyer and um turbulence makes you nervous rough air so if rough air makes you nervous then i've found that looking up the weather and this has helped my wife actually who's kind of a nervous flyer if you know that the weather is going to be bad then you can prepare yourself for the turbulence and you can tell yourself hey this is on the map okay if i can access the weather that means that the air traffic control and the pilots have access to this weather. So they know there's going to be turbulence, but they know it's safe to fly through it. And it's not surprising where I think part of the fear that people have with turbulence is that it's unexpected where you'll be flying and it's just like, you know, like then that's scary to you and that gets your heart rate up. And once your heart rate's up, it's hard to get back down. So to expect turbulence, I found really, really helps with the, the fear of it. So there's another little tip. Also, chewing gum um, can help with 
your fear of turbulence too, where if you're chewing it, you kind of get to get that, uh, that nervous energy out a little bit or get, bring a stress ball on the plane. I'm sure, I'm sure your sleep, your sleep, your seat partner won't find that weird at all, but, or uh, actually do do that if that helps you. So, um, there's another tip. And then as far as I always grab one bottle of water and once you buy that, don't buy multiple bottles of water because most airports have those water refuel, refueling, water refilling stations. Now, if you want to take that a step further is you could bring your own empty water bottle, okay? Because then you can bring it through security and then you don't have to pay for water at all. You can just fill it up at the water refilling stations. However, there are some airports that don't have the water refilling stations. So then you're kind of rolling the dice and then you might just have to buy a water anyway, which is really not that big of a deal. So, oh, by the way, I was laughing last night. So on my flight into Philly, uh, we got to cruising altitude and that's when... You know, if the air is okay, the pilot will turn off the fasten seatbelt sign. And the pilot comes on in this exact cadence. He goes, hey, everybody, we uh, we have reached our cruising altitude now. It's a, it's a pretty short flight, so we're going to begin our descent in about 25 minutes. But until then, we should have pretty good air. So I'm going to turn off the fasten seatbelt sign and feel free to move about the cabin. Enjoy your flight. And then literally, like, a minute and a half later, just the plane dropped like a hundred, like or hundreds of feet out of there. Like, <gasps> and then the pilot comes back on same tone. Here he goes, "Hey, everybody! Yeah, I was wrong. Uh, looks like there is some rough air. So I'm gonna turn that fasten seatbelt sign right back on. And uh, yeah, I apologize for that. All right. And it was just such a funny thing. It was just, <gasps> yeah, I was, uh, I was wrong." hearing someone admit that they were wrong especially in a situation like that is just always so funny and so refreshing to me all right here we go next so for me reminders and alarms set reminders and alarms when you travel now i realize there's people listening who travel more than i do who are so much more laid back in general. So this is coming from one of the more anal retentive people in the entire world. Obviously, you listen to this podcast, uh, you, you know who I am. So, but here's another tip. Take, take all of these, leave them, who cares? These are my takes. This is how I travel, all right? If my flight is delayed or here, <coughs> sorry, 16 nuggets just came out of my mouth. So, but they were fried this time. How is that possible? So I... I set a reminder or and an alarm for when my plane's going to board, okay? And I do that just in case I'm drinking and I'm not paying attention. Or I I don't like sitting in the boarding area of my flight because it's always packed, right? Because every, like the flight's taking off soon. So what I do is I find a gate nearby within like a five-minute walk. I find a gate nearby where a flight had just, has just boarded, Um and then I sit there because there's hardly any people there. So I sit there. It's peaceful. You know, there, there aren't a million people coughing on you. And I just chill over there. Find an outlet. Find a seat with an outlet because then you can charge your shit. Um, and I set a reminder, hey, like, boarding's going to be at this time. So I set a reminder just in case I lose track of time so I don't miss the flight, right? Also, I think a good – here's another tip. Right before they start boarding, okay, or right when they make the boarding announcement, I go and take a piss. 
these are good. This is good advice. I go and go wee wee. Okay. And I do that because it takes, by the time they get to my group, we're generally, I'm like group six or later. Like if it's like an American flight, like they go from one to nine where the first board, like few boarding groups are, you know, like special members, first class, uh, people with military babies. Um, that's, uh, that's generally who boards there. So there, there's another tip. Go pee pee. Okay. I also always sit in the aisle. I was talking to, uh, uh, listener and and known comedian uh, Brittany Carney about this. Who, by the way, I, if if you're in Philly, November thirtieth, I believe, um, she's at Punchline Comedy Club headlining, and I'm gonna I'm gonna middle. I'm gonna be a little baby middle act featuring. I'm featured. So, um, that is. Oh, so we both prefer the aisles, so we can go pee pee as much as we want. And I do that because I hate asking people to get up where the window seat in a vacuum is the best seat because you get the the wall to put your head on fall asleep and there's nobody to your left so you can you just have a little bit more room however i'm a pisser so the idea of i would almost rather piss my pants than ask two people to get up you know so i can go pee pee and then god forbid i have to do it again you know especially if you've had a couple of drinks it's just a goddamn nightmare i will however fly uh in the window seat if it's like a 5 a.m 6 a.m flight because then i can get a little bit of sl- or try to sleep i can't sleep on planes but i can i can rest my weary eyes i can rest my wee wee eyes because i get pp in them okay that's not that's uh that's bad that's bad entertainment is what i just did so yeah i'm an aisle uh an aisle fucker I have um, the, the good Lord blessed me with br- uh, broader shoulders. So the issue with when I sit in the aisle is that my right shoulder or left, sh- whatever shoulder is sticking out just gets clipped by everyone who walks by. Also, when you sit down, if you're in an aisle seat, while people are boarding, you are going to or my head for some reason as is at the right level where I just get hit in the head by, like, so many bags. It's crazy. So just keep your head on a swivel because people aren't looking at their their bags, like, hanging off their shoulder or they have a backpack and they turn and they can just clock you in the head. Just keep an eye out. Also, when you stand up, here's another take. Be aware of the ceiling. You're going to hit your head. How many times have you hit your head on an airplane ceiling or an airplane, you know, like, not the proper ceiling of it, but... Uh, on the overhead compartment okay and items shift up there items shift up there during the flight all right now here's another tip that i used to do when i would order a drink on the airplane i used to order two at a time because you don't know if and when the flight attendants are coming back Uh, i think i've talked about this before but you can't order two anymore they only let you order one now before I think it was one of those things where they didn't... It was one of those things where, oh, we don't need to make a rule because people get it, you know? Like, you don't need to order two drinks at the same time. But, uh, yeah, I think it started happening enough where they were like, no, we need to make a rule. You cannot order two drinks at a time. So I used to do it because that meant that they didn't have to... You know, if there was turbulence, sometimes they don't come back. And, you know, if you don't keep the drinking going, you get sleepy. God forbid. Like, that's the worst thing that'll happen. So why was I so afraid to get sleepy? Because, honey, I'm the marshal of the... I'm an air marshal. I should have mentioned that. I am an air marshal. 
where are all the air marshals? That was a statistic. Remember after 9-11, they had air marshals on planes? Like, how many air... I want to know about air marshals. Does anybody know about air marshals? Like, what... In my mind, it was like, are were they on every flight after 9-11? Are they now... Are there still air marshals? One. And two... How many are there? What percent of flights are air marshals on? Because I would guess they're on because of staffing issues. Nobody wants to work anymore. Nobody wants to be an air marshal anymore. I tweet that. Gets one like. Um, let me look this up. How? What percent of flights have air marshals? Here, hold on. Let, let's try it. Let, let's just talk it in. What percent of flights have air marshals? Airline insiders estimate that only 5% of U.S. flights have an air marshal aboard. Now, I wonder, hold on, the cost for each air marshal is estimated to be around $3,300 a flight. Make that no fucking... No, in the United States, less than 1% of flights have an air marshal, with approximately 44,000 commercial flights operating every day. So I wonder how they decide. So interesting. WFAA.com. That sounds like a good website, right? Yes, air marshals are still used on flights, but not all of them. Airlines say conflicts and unruly passenger behavior. Um, that's, That's all the information. All right. Interesting. If I was, would you rather be a U.S. Marshal or an Air Marshal? I would love to be an Air Marshal because you kind of don't have to do anything, right? <clears throat> you just fly around. It's like being a flight attendant, but you get a gun. No, do you, I wonder, do Air Marshals have guns? I wonder if it's a situation with, like, uh, security, you know, or uh, I must say prison security, prison guards don't carry guns because then the prisoners can take the gun you know so i wonder if an air marshal doesn't they have to have a gun but if you fire a gun in an airplane couldn't that cause it to depressurize or couldn't you just kill an innocent person on a plane what a fucking disaster huh what maybe a rubber bullet I feel like that would easily like because inc- rubber bullets are al- like are almost as dangerous as bullets, but they probably wouldn't pierce the plane. So yeah, if it was up to me, okay, and it's not, I would equip the air marshals on my f- on my airline with rubber bullets. That's what I would do. And I know I, I know I talked about my transgression for the first half of this podcast, which I do feel uh, absolutely disgusted at, but. What type is snacks? Okay, here's here's my Blake's take. This is what I what I get when I get to the airport. All right, I get a bottle of water, refillable. All right, then I also get either a kind granola bar. If you must know, peanut butter and chocolate. That's like my backup, or a Think peanut butter and chocolate protein bar, or a Cliffs Builder twenty grams of protein bar now why am i getting protein i don't know i gotta build i need to build this mass okay and sometimes if i'm if i'm bad i'll get myself some kettle fucking chips right honey dijon new york cheddar 
Mrs. Vicky's. Because I do very – oh, and, and um, uh, like a cold brew, right? I very rarely get – and I always bring a – like an, an, an additional layer. So always bring a sweatshirt, all right? Because the plane is always going to be colder than um, – than the temperature in the airport, the temperature outside, unless it's like winter. But yeah, I always bring a extra layer because if you get hot, you can turn on the air conditioning. Uh, you can open up that vent ahead of you. All right. I think these are all good tips. Okay. I think these are all great tips, folks. You've been listening to Blake's takes for God's sakes. Again, I totally understand if your uh, if your opinion of me has changed, if you're disgusted by my actions, because I am. I'm disgusted by my actions. I've taken down every mirror in my house and turned it around and leaned it against the wall so I don't have to look my look at myself. Um, but this is this is the reality of our world. We all make mistakes, and somehow I will I will make up for it at some point. You are listening to Blake's takes for God's sakes. Come see me at uh, blakewexler.com/live-dates for where I'm going to be headlining. I'm doing a bunch of other little shows, but uh, on my website I only do the ones that um. I generally only post the ones that I'm headlining, okay? I appreciate you all. Patreon.com slash Blake Wexler. Uh, patrons, speaking of, I will talk to you on Friday. The rest of you, I adore you, and I will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Blake! Blake Wexler! Blake! Blake! Blake Wexler! Blake! Blake Wexler! Blake! Blake! Blake Wexler! Blake Wexler, Blake, Blake, Blake Wexler, Blake Wexler, Blake, Blake, Blake Wexler, Blake Wexler, Blake Wexler.